0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the kind of funny podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside Nick Scarpino, Tim Geddes, Andy Cortez, and our guest, the new voice of Cleveland Brown on Family Guy, Arif Zaire. Hello, Arif. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How are you?
1: (laughs) Thank you. I'm good, man. I'm good. Are you about to have, like, the best
0: year of your life? Like, I, like what oh, does man. it feel like right now? You're about to come on to Family Guy as a main player. <laughs> it's still
1: surreal. It's still surreal. I got to pinch myself. You know, table reads have all been virtual over Zoom and haven't met yeah. anyone in person yet. So I think it's going to feel really real once it, that that first, like, it seems today comes on, and then, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be so nervous during the entire title card, you know, but um, I can't wait.
0: So... Talk to us about this. If people don't know you, uh, you're one of us. I see right now, of course, if you're an audio listener and you're driving your car, <laughs> your kids in the back, they don't want us to say fuck when no, no, we no, say no, fuck wait, hold anyway. On, hold
2: on. Great, great, great. Way more popular, though. Like, way, like... Why
0: no? I Wait. meant no, 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 no. I was gonna say you're like us, meaning us, the the us on the show and the people watching that you have a PlayStation Five behind you. You love games. <laughs> I wasn't about to say you're like Got us. It. You make YouTube videos because you have <laughs> over six point five million subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> you do a bit better than Kind of Funny. You're slumming it with <laughs> us right now. This
3: is a man that we have watched videos on Internet Explorers at least ten different times in in <laughs> oh, our our <laughs> careers. So I think oh, the first man. one we watched was your. Uh, this is what conda video there was oh, the this awesome. is america parody with uh yeah. you do it uh black panther Holy which is shit. so oh, fucking killer him.
2: oh my god yeah. <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> flies yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so is that
3: how this all started you you were doing this youtube stuff and now you're the voice of
1: freaking cleveland yeah man um mike stepped down and yeah at the at the time my friends and i were having a conversation they all ran into my room saying dude all right here's a shot and i was like realistically they're probably just gonna take the character off. And, um, when I, uh, and I was cool with that, you know, and a month later I got contacted and they asked if I could, audition. they were like, would you like to audition for Cleveland Brown? And I was like, oh yeah, sure. You're like, um, let me think about that for a second. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No, I'm good. I gotta, yeah. No, but, <laughs> oh man, I, I was, I had to audition like four times, you know, it was like pretty, it was like a month process. Um, a lot of it was over, I had sent my own audio in and then I went into the studio like twice at the end. Yeah. And then, um, quickly what was funny was I got a call from the executive producer after my fourth audition and i sent it straight to voicemail because I, th- I was like oh, that's some bill collector or whatever and i checked <laughs> voicemail time. they're like yo reef uh it's family guy we want to talk to you do you have a minute to go on zoom and i was like oh shit so i called them back went to zoom and then that's when they uh offered me the role hell
4: yeah
1: holy shit! so
0: yeah i want to dial this back to multiple different points in the conversation but start all the way back so Obviously, you're very successful on YouTube. You're way more successful than us. We're all failures compared to you. Are you happy with that, Andy? Did I do all right there
4: explaining it? <laughs> nah, I
0: know it was a little better, more, yeah.
2: A little bit more self-deprecation, yeah. I am garbage. <laughs> I'm a
4: terrible person. A piece of shit.
1: <laughs> Where does that start for you? How did you? When did you start doing YouTube and why? Okay, so my first channel... Um it was like 2006. I used to do magic tricks. Um, didn't go anywhere. <laughs> and then um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I was really into like Derek comedy and Smosh at the beginning. I wanted Hell to do yeah. this. Right. Sure. Right. I didn't have the time and resources. So um, I would go on the game all the time and I'd be doing at the time the Cleveland show was on and I was going on Call of Duty, um, Modern Warfare 3 at the time. And I was making people laugh till four in the morning and my mom would be like, shut the fuck. You know what I mean? And I understand it. It was like. The voice was so bad, too. I was like, oh, pay it. And people would laugh, though. And I was like, you know, this is cool, maybe. And they'd say, you should make this a channel. And at the time, there weren't too many voice trolling and impression channels out there yet. And I was like, that might not work, but whatever. I'll I'll figure it out. So my first couple videos, they're private now, but I just recorded the screen and talked to kids with this horrible impression. And they're laughing, and it's like breaking through the mic and it's like so loud but it's like to me i was like oh my god this could actually be something and i eventually raised the money to get an O'Gato game capture and um from then that was it i just did cleveland brown on call of duty for years and uh built my following from there In like 2012 i think and
0: so obviously you you know you branch off and do a whole bunch of different stuff with that different voices come alongside that yeah. but was like was cleveland always the go-to like was that just for first you, yeah. yeah yeah and i want that- to
1: be known as the cleveland guy you know Sure, of course, other things, yeah, yeah. Of course, you don't want to be typecast,
4: (laughs) you want (laughs) to just be
2: of course, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you're able to grow that. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say that's like the most grassroots thing ever. Like, you raise money to get an Elgato,
1: and how are you recording the screen? Are you like camera phone on the screen, or at the time, (laughs) so I couldn't even afford a phone with a camera yet because it was like 2000, and at the time, it was like 2011, 2010. So, I was using like a JVC cheap little. (laughs) Well, oh, That's <laughs> wow. I put it on my friend's like table and then had it <laughs> pointing towards the screen. <laughs> oh my so God. you couldn't even see that you couldn't even see the gameplay. You could just hear me talking to the screen, and I would be like, "Cleveland Brown plays Call of Duty," and it got like no views. And I was like, "This isn't gonna work." <laughs> <laughs> I gotta come I, up with something else. <laughs> yeah. I was looking through today,
3: so you still do this, but now it's the production value is a little higher, like actual mm-hmm. let's play looking things of pure gameplay feeds, and it's just you fucking with people pretending to be oh, Kendrick yeah. Lamar. It's the oh, best. Oh no, yeah, that's
1: my favorite, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite. I feel bad with that one because I, uh I think it was so convincing because. You know, the president playing Call of Duty is a little bit not realistic. So people would say, you sound like him, but we know it's an impersonation. And with Kendrick, I'll just go in and not even say I'm Kendrick Lamar. and be like, hey, man, uh, can you send me the uh, what, location what, where the guns at, man? And they'd be like, yo, bro, you sound like K-Dot. And i will be like, how you know my name, Doc?" And it, they, they think it's, like, real. Oh, my God. <laughs> feels, I, I feel so bad. They like I've had guys crying and be like, yo, bro, your album was amazing. And I felt, I was like, I should come clean. But then they might, like. Dodge that's even worse. Even that's know, even worse, right? right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they they opened heart. up to the fake yeah. Kendrick Lamar. Right. So I, then,
0: <laughs> how
1: many voices do you have in
0: like your repertoire? Like, you, would you think that you do like I do good enough impressions of these people that I want to put them on YouTube? I want to go like do the bit. Yeah, with it.
1: that's literally you know yeah. Um, a lot of impersonators. Um, because it is like a hobby for me. It just took off and it's my bread and butter and my everything right now. Um, but I never really considered myself an impressionist per se, and I started doing Cleveland. I was an actor at heart. I did Cleveland and I was like, then I tried Obama and then I tried like a mafia boss. And at that time I was, I was cool doing those. And I started getting comments being like, yo, what else you got? What else? And I had the pressure to be like, okay, I can't stagnate myself or marginalize myself. So I had to just kind of like force myself to slowly learn other voices. But, um, I typically stick, I've probably done over like 20 on my channel, but I stick with like the same 10 because it was like, I don't want to be like half-assed with it. You know?
0: Now, Andy does a really good Obama. Andy, give, give some of your Obama.
1: Oh man,
2: it's definitely not as good as blessings. I wish we had blessing here. <laughs> I
0: was gonna say it's blessings day off, but his Obama is so atrocious. Would, <laughs> that,
2: yeah. So the thing, the thing is, Arif. Like I, I pride myself as like one of the best impressionists on the planet, most likely. Oh, um, but we have uh, one of our coworkers, blessing, who for some reason wants to mix Obama and Overwatch. I don't know why he's always te- <laughs> he's always saying, uh, "Malia, get, get on the payload, Malia." And I don't know why that's what he goes for, but I, but it's like, but it's like blessing. it's very, very limited. but to to get us get it a little notch up, what I've always seen when people do Obama impersonations is uh, Sasha, and that's all you got to do. It's just uh, Malia, yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah, we got to get over here, you know, and then mm-hmm. and then I'm like, blessing, it just to add those little factors to it. But blessing, he's just, he's a lost cause. He thinks he's just, got it.
0: He thinks he's too good, cool for school. <laughs> well, like, I don't, refuses he refuses to take he notes.
2: Obama's he does it once, Greg, and the second try, he gets by. That's when he starts giggling. His way That's it, when he yeah, starts giggling. Yeah, so it's gives too much.
5: He yeah. can't do it. Yeah. Well, Obama's it. actually a really hard impression, though, because he doesn't have, like, I remember reading uh, Life from New York, and they talked about how they would go and develop impressions specifically of um a lot of the presidents. And they were like, Obama doesn't really have a hook, he doesn't have the thing that he does. Like Trump, you know, Trump has his Trump, like many Trump isms that you can just latch onto that one thing. And then all of a sudden people go, oh, that's Trump. Yeah,
6: the
4: but racism,
5: I remember them saying like yeah. specifically Obama was a, <laughs> what's that? Yeah, yeah just the, just racism, the racism. The racism. Yeah, yeah. A lot of <laughs> um, But I remember them specifically being like, it was like Obama was like the hardest thing for people to do because he just is such like a straight arrow when it comes to how he speaks. Well, do you find it, that to be
1: hard? Is I, it, a reef? Is it hard? I personally beg to differ. I... I understand what they're saying, of the, um, but I feel like the, his mannerisms with the you know this and the and then the the, uh, the pauses and stuff, yeah. the long pause, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like honestly, I think Joe Biden's. I don't know if we can swear, but Joe Biden. There's oh, yeah. yeah, it's fine. Okay, Joe Biden is fucking just an old guy, you know, and like everyone. You know, <laughs> Bill Clinton had his, uh, you know, George Bush had the, you know, the, the Southern. Obama has the pauses. Trump has the, you know, this, and Joe Biden's just. I don't know. I have not found a good Joe Biden impression on YouTube. You got to just at, you, well. I
5: mean, people can see you just walk into a wall. That's all you got to do. Just <laughs> kind of stumble a little bit, walk a little slower than you should, and then get kind of tired right. real fast. Just and say then you get Joe Biden.
2: Yeah,
4: Malarky, yeah, yeah.
0: it's the thing where he, he talks for a long time and he's like squinting, and then he does that smile <laughs> where he just yeah. smiles right. at the end of it. Like you nailed it. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Joe, you got, yeah. Like, right. you
5: got there. Joe, you got, <laughs> you there. got there. You got there. Grandpa, he grandpa. God bless him.
0: So, when you were doing the YouTube, you said you're actor at heart. Did you do that as a creative means, and then you were thinking you'd do something else as a livelihood, or were you hoping yeah. to be an actor? How does that all get mixed up together?
1: Yeah, so um, it started off, and at the you know, if you look at my uh, about me on YouTube, it says, "Hey, I'm a reef aspiring actor. I want to get on the big screen one day. Um for now, I'll be doing skits, voice impressions, gameplay, singing, all these things I didn't even do. only just I stuck to the voice trolling thing. you know, <laughs> I didn't start singing yeah. on my channel until like twenty eighteen um i haven't done any skits yet because i've gotten so into the the gaming i've gotten so comfortable it's to the point where it's like nerve-wracking to even think of setting up a skit now you know i over sure. i overthink it um real quick you can uh, update that youtube description you know you, you don't it's not yeah, like i know but stuff. i wanted to keep it like i wanted to keep it set in stone keep it authentic. Like a, you know, that's awesome uh, i love, I love like it. it i love it <laughs> um but yeah, no, for sure. The um, end, goal, end goal is to do every, anything that I, you know, creatively, like a Donald Glover type situation, Will Smith, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, Jack Black doing Tenacious D and then acting and stuff. You know what I mean? Mark Hamill, Joker, Luke Skywalker, two of the coolest roles ever, stuff like that, you know? So
0: Yeah, totally, totally. Mm-hmm. And so then as it starts evolving, you know, one of the things you brought up was, uh, you know, okay, you, Mike steps down from Cleveland. That was obviously, uh, at the same time, a whole bunch of different conversations are happening, but it's happening of like, right. hey, maybe white people shouldn't be being minorities uh, in shows. Like, we're talking mm-hmm. about Apu. We're talking about Cleveland. Uh, we're talking yeah. about the girl from Big Mouth whose name I forgot. Jenny Slate. Yeah, Slate, but I remember yeah. what the character name. Was. Missy. Missy. All uh, right. Oh, yeah. uh, we're talking about all these things happening in that conversation. When we get there and you've been doing the Cleveland impression forever, <laughs> you know, in internet years, had mm. you... Already, was this a sticking point for you that Mike Henry, a, a white guy, is doing Cleveland? And did but you're still such a fan, like, how do you where does that all get mixed up?
1: Um, like, was I did I care that it was a white yeah, guy? Yeah, like, I don't want to say
0: cognizant because, of course, you're, you're aware of it, right? But, like, mm-hmm. I
1: think as a, you know, me, a dumb,
0: white, straight, male, cisgender <laughs> dude, I was just like, yeah, oh, yeah, right, yeah. you know, cartoons, whatever. Anybody right, can right. play anybody. Not thinking, yeah. well, it'd be awesome to give minorities exactly. jobs and, like, have the people that they're representing be represented by those people.
1: Mm-hmm. I personally think, yeah, my, myself included, people of color, honestly, from what I've seen reaction-wise, no one really cared. Unless it was, like, offensive. And I can mm-hmm. see how someone can say certain characters are like doing accents or whatever and like do stereotypes of them. I can see that. But um, I, I don't really think people care. It's just like in the sense where a job could be, provi- could be provided to a person of color. Um, why not take that opportunity and totally. present them with more inclusivity, um, you know, on the show or movie or whatever they're doing. But I think all in all, I think voice acting, you know, shouldn't matter, honestly, it's just if there's a way that it can be helpful to give someone um an opportunity. Go for it. You know what I mean? And that's where I felt like I was in that position. And I was so thankful for it. Oh sure,
0: for sure. And you know, you talk about your friends busting in the room. You're like, this is your chance. This is, you know, come on now. You do it all the time. Was there even a fraction of you that thought that was a possibility?
1: Um maybe like 30%, but I was just like, really? I don't know. Like it it, it, to me, I don't think it's been done before a YouTuber going from a, a voice acting perspective. Uh, you see a lot of YouTubers and um internet, social media people going from the platform to film and television. Um, but like voice acting, it was like something unprecedented to me and I was like, I don't yeah. know if that's really gonna and then Family Guy, it's not just yeah. like it's like a new show coming out of nowhere on um, but it's the show like, everyone everyone knows what Family Guy is. So I was like, it would be cool, but realistically I don't know if that's gonna be an opportunity, you know. So when I got that email I had to I went to the bottom to make sure, like, the uh, the signature was there and, like, the number to Fox and everything. You know, yeah, I was like, yeah, okay, yeah. is this real? Um, <laughs> yeah, you double-check, yeah, like, the who's it from to make sure the actual
4: <laughs> email is correct.
2: Right? Is, it, is <laughs> the
0: O in Fox's circle? Or, I mean, is it a zero? Like, what's going yeah, on? Right?
2: But, yeah. now, now, by this point, you had already done a lot of, you know, probably big sponsorship things with, you know, mm-hmm. when you have a big social following, people yeah. want you to, you know, be the face of this or be the voice of that or whatever. So this wasn't too out of the blue right it wasn't like somebody Mm. puts out an impersonation on tiktok like you've you've sort of become accustomed to sort of this lifestyle yeah so i still got to imagine it's a really big deal but does it also just seem like kind of just a showbiz type role like oh i got an audition like how many auditions had you had prior to
1: cleveland um for anything voice acting acting wise or you just anything yeah yeah um well only a couple, a handful. I, I was I was really in my comfort zone, like I said, with the YouTube trolling thing, and I was just like saying, one day I'll audition when I'm to a point where I'm comfortable, but I, I feel like I was just, com-, you know, I was in my head about it, and um, honestly, Cleveland was like the first big, big one I've done. I did a couple things for like Nickelodeon, stuff like that, and off and on, but that was like the first really big professional audition I've ever had. What does the family,
2: what does your family think about it as soon
1: as they get the news? Like what... How, how does oh, that pop feel oh man so <laughs> you know I had to keep it under wraps for a while and I told my mom throughout the entire process and she was happy and I'm just I was skeptical the entire way through I was so thankful for the I was like mom this first audition was great I'm probably not gonna get it but that's yeah. all I need I'm good i she was like stop or if you can get it and I'm like realistically I don't think so but so after every audition I'd be like I did cool mom but I don't think they're gonna pick me and then I'd get another email and then um so when I finally broke the news to her She's on the phone, and she goes, what? She's almost, she almost had a heart attack. And then she oh had to God. hang up the phone because she was buying a face mask. And she didn't pick up for 30 minutes. So I was like, oh, God, no. I what did I do to my mom? <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> did I kill my mom? Like, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> and then she picked up, and she was just, like, in tears and happy. She just couldn't contain it. So uh, that was the coolest thing ever, man. Biggest. So when they- I got a, okay, a
3: two-part then. question here. So uh, you're talking about with the Obama thing, like the pausing, or is like the signature thing. What are the mm-hmm. signature things for your Cleveland impression? And then the second part of the question is: now that you are Cleveland, has mm-hmm. that
1: changed at all? And like, did you have you learned the tricks of like, oh, well, yeah. this is the thing I was missing. Hmm. Okay. So I always. You know, a lot of people did Cleveland Brown on YouTube. It's, a you know, like a Kermit the Frog type situation. Everyone does a Christopher Walken Kermit, Mickey Mouse. A lot of people do Cleveland. But a lot of them will just go, oh, no, ha, ha, ha. You know, the typical, that's eh, nasty stuff. And I was, like, a lot of them were going from the old Family Guy clips from, like, 1999 and just using that. And I was, like, studying the Cleveland show, like, his mannerisms. I know, yes. um, that's another Cleveland line. But, like, the way he says things, like, I noticed another other impersonators wouldn't go with it. so. Instead of saying, oh, he's married, it's like, oh, he's married. And I know it's no one else really did that type of stuff. And I was like, I'm, I'm really paying attention here. Um, so that was that different types of like, he has like a southern drawl, he gets gravelly and stuff like that. And once I got the, like got the role, I just watched Family Guy every day for like three days straight. i really, um, honing in on the like, intricacies of Mike's performance. So now when I, I feel like my impression is 10 times better than it ever was. I was getting really comfortable with it before getting um because I, I i didn't figure i'd be on family guy one day i just would go <laughs> yeah. on the game and get reactions you know sure i would get good it was good enough for people to go oh he sounds exactly like him but after upon getting casted you know i was like i gotta make sure this is 100 percent. i've yeah. honed in and those twenty thousand dollar mics are gonna make pick up every little thing too and honestly when i first got it this is with everything well, i'm sure we're good comments people are all like this guy's gonna suck Look, this dude he sucked, fuck this is that And um, I was like, I really got to make sure that I just don't disappoint anyone. I will regardless. But I was like, I got to make sure that this is like a seamless transition. And I don't want to let the character down or the fans down. So that it's a big thing. But I can't wait for people to hear it. Honestly, I think they'll be pretty um, pleased.
5: So is is your approach?
4: Sorry,
1: sorry, I was gonna say is yeah,
5: I'm absolutely fascinated by this. Is your approach initially just to be like, hey, let's just nail where the character was when Mike left the role? Yeah. Yeah. So now that you really have it, it are, they, are you interested in, in you know, the next season, because I'm sure Family Guy's going to keep going, um, mm-hmm. in sort of evolving that at all? Or is that just cause something that's going to happen naturally, you think?
1: I think it would have a natural thing. And luckily, I have, I'm close, really close with Mike and um, the producers that have been with this character for all these years. So mm-hmm. with anything, that would probably be one of their decisions. Like I said, I don't want to be – you know, all of these char- actors and crew have a rapport. You know, they've been together for decades. And I don't want to come in there and, you know, eventually if we build a, a relationship, something will, you know, evolve eventually. But sure. I think for now, it's just important to just let them do their thing. And I'm the student and yeah. um, sure. whatever happens, happens, you know, and um, they're all it's just it's it's been an amazing experience. They're all so fucking awesome.
5: Do they um, love the fact that you have a YouTube channel where you troll people or is that something where they're like, <laughs> we're going to ask you to stop that. eventually?
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. So I haven't. Since getting casted, I mean, we haven't honestly, to I haven't had the talk yet. <laughs> Cleveland Brown, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Had to talk yet. <laughs> you're actually Cleveland Brown probably, now. Exactly. I'll throw it in there. I'll do an Omega video or a Call of Duty and I'll do voice impressions and then I'll be like, hey, man, I won't say it's Cleveland Brown from Fox's TV. Yeah, you know, but I'll just say one <laughs> or two words and that's enough. Um, but yeah. I, I think just logically, something, you know, this wouldn't be a good thing. Because <laughs> yeah, you're, I mean, you're not I mean, trolling
5: people anymore, right? You're actually like. Exactly the guy that you're the guy now that's kind of crazy right it changes the dynamic of everything you're going to do with that character and this i mean Mm -hmm. did you feel like a a more i don't want to say more responsibility now for it but i mean it it has to have taken a different meaning for you right no
1: 100 that's crazy definitely man
5: and then my other question is at what point do you start being like cool let me do other voices on the show too because like that (laughs) i mean obviously you're settling into this and you're gonna nail it and from what Mm i've heard i mean you're gonna nail it you like, so Seth, do you want I, to
0: stop being Stewie? I think I could be yeah. like Stewie.
5: <laughs> well, I mean, it's so, I mean, that's what's so cool about these shows, right, is that you have all these amazingly talented actors. And I'll never forget when I realized that, like, um, actors for The Simpsons, for instance, were doing, like, five different roles. I'm like, what? You yeah. can do that? Like, how did I – I mean, I'm a dumb kid, right? um sure, now right. I, you can't pass one over on me greg miller i know your voice when you leave me those reflexes
0: are too fast but do you <laughs> have an interest
5: do you have an interest in doing other roles like if they came to you and said hey we need these these other smaller parts would that be fun for you uh,
1: i mean of course i mean i uh i do cutaways too i do cutaways too um uh like the little like hey peter remember when this and it'll be a cop i'll do one of those so that was cool i'm doing that oh you're doing that oh you're so. cool. already that's, that's cool yeah, awesome. yeah
5: that's awesome that's really uh-huh. cool
2: breaking news we're breaking news right here guys
5: <laughs> well, so how tough. does that how does that work with them though, me. And... i'm fired
1: i playing yeah I'm playing. <laughs>
5: <laughs> sorry that was my bad I'll, I'll take that one i'll take that one you can come work for us uh <laughs> but so how does that work do they just go hey we think you'd be great for this or because i i mean i literally just watched um six days to air uh, which is the family guy doc or not family guy excuse me south um south park doc which i've never watched before um and aside mm-hmm. from being hilariously dated i was i was like oh my god these people they have to keep the actors out in like a lobby and there's like five of them and they're there till four o'clock in the morning until Trey and Matt like figure out how to finish the show and then they get to go home. So how does that work for you? Do they look through the script and say, you know, I think a reef would be great for this, this and this, or is it like, is it ever last minute or is all that stuff planned out?
1: Literally, I'll get a script and it'll have highlighted characters and they'll just say, do this. (laughs) That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's on you to bring
5: your own spin to it. What's that? It's I and mean, then it's on you to just sort of like, hey, I'm oh. gonna play this character straight, or put or put a spin on it, or do something fun. Well, yeah, like what's at least the since,
1: direction there, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I I I don't know. if They I feel like they would have done this before COVID. I don't know, but you know, whenever I'm in the studio, um, they're on Zoom in my ear. I hear sure. literally producers right in my ear, get nitpicking, and uh, you know. <laughs> Yo, this dude in sucks. What... <laughs> <We're hired>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, to make the voices as good as they can be or, you know, what the image is, also cute. Um, But yeah, so for I don't want to, yeah, I was going to spoil any of my accident. If I did like a character um, and say, try it this way, try it this way, try it this way. I feel like that comes with any character, but, mm-hmm. you know, I'm glad that they're in my ear telling me, you know, how to do it because I don't know, I'd be very nervous otherwise. Well, because, yeah, you got to assume that all the other veterans on the show
2: when they're asked to do the ancillary roles, the ones to the cutaways or whatever, they mm-hmm. have a whole crop of whatever. So I got to imagine that sort of anxiety of, oh, right, well, I do Cleveland and I do Obama and I can make I've seen you do junior as well from from mm-hmm. Cleveland show. So you mm-hmm. have this arsenal, but. Like, which one's going to impress them the most? I can't imagine, like, that feeling of going in there, like, oh, I gotta hope I don't embarrass myself. Yeah, That'd yeah, feel... all the
1: time. No, that's all. The... Dude, I'll, I'll go in there with the... a... <laughs> they probably think I'm so weird. But they can see me on Zoom. But I'll go in there with a bag of honey. I mean, like, with the honey bear in it. And then, like, a thing of tea. <laughs> no. And then some uh, water yeah. and a some reason, gum. Uh, real quick, is that a shopping bag filled with honey? <laughs> yes.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, i told this is what
3: people do.
4: <laughs> uh,
1: um, <laughs> um, I come up with like apple too and everything. Just crunch it and then like to suck up the spit. You like God, just do the di- di- <laughs> just do the fucking thing. So uh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
5: here's another big question.
1: The line is I...
0: no, 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 no. Just
1: say it.
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> I can't. I got too much. Idea. So in normal times, when we're not um, besieged by this god awful pandemic, do they get everyone in the studio to actually do the lines together, or is it still sort of separately asked. recorded? You haven't asked. I haven't asked. I-, I, I figured, figured to... that they would. Right? I mean, I, but I have to imagine that that's got to be so much freaking fun if they can yeah, get – oh I mean, if, even even if you're only there with, like, a few of the other actors just shooting mm-hmm. the shit and having fun and finding those characters. Right. got to be a
1: blast. Right. Yeah, no. I I, I don't know if they – I feel like they might keep the Zoom thing because they probably realize how – I don't know if they did it before. I, don't know, I haven't asked. But I feel like it, it's way more just easy just to hop on in the morning and just go, hey, guys, what's going on? And then hop off rather than driving all the way down Burbank yeah. and then going in. <laughs> I always know, felt like
2: – yeah, I'd always felt like those that process had changed cuz I remember like I I haven't watched Family Guy in, in a couple of years by now, right? But mm-hmm. you name an episode in the first like 10 seasons and I'll tell you what happens and can quote lines like me and Greg are always just randomly saying random shit for Family Guy episodes. And I remember watching part of the documentary or not the documentary but maybe it's the episode where they go more behind the scenes. It was on one of the yeah. DVD packs. I had like all I the love DVD it. packs. And in the studio, Seth would be there with Alex Borstein and Mike Henry, and they'd all be there together. Mm-hmm. But I, I, f- I wonder if maybe, like, Seth's scheduling has gotten too intense and maybe Alex's uh, uh, scheduling has gotten intense. Because I don't I- – I'd be interested about that, too. Like, are there still those big meetups where you're in that big circle just kind of riffing off yeah. each other, you know? I mean, well, so I, I imagine – think...
1: I... oh, Go ahead, that? I think that we all do – to my knowledge, I think that we all, just, like a lot of them have like their own studios in their homes at this point and just do it. Yeah. I think. you yeah, that like, sure.
0: It's what you're saying earlier, already, right? Where this is season 19 you're joining at, right? Like, I think they right. know each other's timing and the feel. And like, what, yeah. what is the you, thing you see Stewie before it? You know, if you're Lois, how to, you know, piggyback off that with a go with. Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that makes more sense. And that's probably going to be the way it is. But I just I just imagine for some reason in my brain, and by the way, I just literally finished. Last night, the the last episode of the newest season, which is crazy. Oh, yeah. I've been going back and, and watching all the newer ones because I just haven't caught up in Family Guy in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and the show is... It's so funny to watch how that show's evolved to being unbelievably self-aware to the point where they're I making, like, they're just making Mila Kunis <laughs> jokes now. Like right. no, there was there was one episode where Mila was like, uh, "Bad Mom's Christmas out now," and Peter's and these uh, Peter's like, "We're not doing that, Mila. We're not doing that." Right
4: now.
5: <laughs> so it's like obviously sky's the freaking limit. But I just imagine in my yeah. brain, I don't know why, I just imagine you guys all sit around the room and it's that black and white photo that we saw from like the Force Star Awakens, Wars, where it's yeah. like, every, yeah, everyone just sitting there in the room. God, it'd be so fun. Have
3: you met
1: Seth? Not yet. (laughs) Man, what a world we live in. That sucks. (laughs) You will, though. You
4: will.
1: Yeah. Um, but it's 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 what's crazy is being a fan of Family Guy, and recently I was just watching like for an example, I was just watching one of the recent episodes, and there was a joke that I died laughing at. And to be able to, it still feels so fake to me because going to a table read that morning and saying, "Hey guys, that joke you said in this episode was hilarious," and having them all tell me who wrote the joke and like thank, thank oh. you, and I'm like, this is this doesn't even feel real. Like I'm a fan of the show, and yeah. I'm I can I know like seeing all the credits, I know everyone's name now, and it's like, oh wow. hell yeah, like, these are yeah people I see all these mornings. And another cool thing about the table reads is since Family Guy is always featuring actors and celebrities and everything. I'll join a table read and then like you'll see like I don't want to spoil anyone but yeah yeah this big you see everyone Zoom you know everyone and they see this big actors like hey man I'm like oh hey what's going on and it just comes out of nowhere and it's really cool so that's been an (laughs) awesome experience too
5: yeah I I remember watching through and I think I think the the earlier seasons they got a Morgan Freeman impersonator but Mm -hmm. then I think later they actually ended up getting him right was that just a really I think that he actually did a couple like spots where he just came in and were like, hi, I'm Morgan Freeman. I was like damn, they, if they got Morgan Freeman for this, that is unbelievable. Right. Anything can happen on this show.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but that's gotta be
5: so that's always one of the fascinating things about Family Guy is that like I specifically, like I'm just referencing Six Days to Air because I just watched it, but they were talking about how like it was actually kind of lonely because you watch Trey Parker and Matt Stone and they don't he was like, We don't have any friends in Hollywood. And he was joking, mm-hmm. but you're like, I think he's serious. I think these guys right. have pissed everyone off in Hollywood. <laughs> And it's their art, and that's you know the show they want to put out there, and obviously it's that's why that's why um, South Park, excuse me, not Family Guy. Uh, South Park is is what it is, but Family Guy seems to still be sort of in good standing in Hollywood somehow. Yeah, and I just I'm fascinated by that. Uh,
3: mm-hmm. Just today, yeah. Simpsons was renewed for seasons 33 and 34, which that's like that just doesn't way. even crazy. make sense to me. Like, how is it that high? It what, is crazy. What, what season
0: of Family Guy is coming up? 20. Uh, this is 19. He's you're starting at 19.
1: Some confused, I mean, I think I don't know. 19 is silly right now. Yeah, they were saying I'm starting in season 19, but then, oh, it, um, well, they it was were, only
5: 12 episodes in 19, so you might be a mid season coming in mid
1: season. Well, they also were reiterating that Hulu says 19, but it should actually be 18. But I don't know if that's true. Uh, I, don't oh, even that I don't know that makes more. I don't know the full. I could be 20. I don't. Yeah. Listen, I, all see. right. <laughs> your
0: PR guy said a thing. It says you went from impersonating Cleveland Brown on Call of Duty online matches to officially playing the character starting with the show's 19th season. That makes sense. Oh, you don't don't listen know to me. I mean, you got,
2: you got the, the information on reef <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get any information.
0: What the hell, guys? It's because we just want you to show up and have a mustache, Andy. That's your job. <laughs> <laughs> <right? No>. occasionally <laughs> draw something. That's what. Yeah, reef
5: you know us well enough now. We need you to weigh in on something very important should <laughs> andy keep the mustache
0: wait like before that this- before that, yeah, click on Andy. You can go full screen with him, uh, Arif, for Barrett if you want to. But you, you want to get in there and get a good look at Andy's mustache. While you do that, I'll remind everybody that this is the Kind of Funny Podcast. Each and every week, four, sometimes five, best friends gather on these microphones. Each bringing a bullshit topic to bullshit around about bullshit with you. If you like our bullshit, you can head over to patreon.com slash kindoffunny, where you can get each and every episode early. You can be watching it so early. You can be watching it live right now, just like DJ Kento is, Mark Freeman is, Madeline Stanley is, was way wrong madeline thought i would do the intro at 327 it's actually 337 (laughs) nice try madeline of course on patreon.com slash kind of funny you can get every show uh, ad free you can get it with the exclusive post show we do you can write in to be part of the show like so many of you did Uh, however if you have no bucks to toss our way no big deal youtube.com slash kind of funny roosterteeth.com and podcast services around the globe each and every week twice a week to get a new episode of the show housekeeping for you. Guess what? The MCU in review is back with WandaVision wrapping up on Friday. We will officially be taking WandaVision and ranking it in the MCU Pantheon. You can catch that on youtube.com slash kind of funny. The in review podcast series. Thank you. Our Patreon producers, Mick, AKA at the nanobiologist Abramson, Mick at the nanobiologist Abramson. Cause there's two, Things for podcasts, and he did both because he's a crazy person. DJ Kento, Devin Carter, Steve Powers, Ryan Trimble, Kieran O'Donnell, Joy, A.K.A. Joseph Oussef, Aaron Horan, Billabooey, uh, Billabooey, uh, <laughs> Bill uh, Julian Why? the Gluten Free Gamer, Danny Rodriguez, and Rachel Gray. Today <sighs> we're brought to you by Me Undies, but I'll tell you about that later. For now, a reef. Should Andy keep the mustache?
1: No, yeah, um, let's see. Wow. <laughs> That's a big one. No, is it? I, I don't know his face before, so I can't have it. No, a... I understand,
0: no. He had a he had a full beard before, and then Andy know. went and raised a bunch of money for charity because he's a good boy, and one of the things was to get it shaved into a mustache. Now he has it, and I think he looks great. Yeah, it's nice. I like it, Andy. It's
2: thicker
1: than mine. If we can trade, then,
2: hey. Well do, I mean do you have the connection right here if are you able to connect because I, I am not Can you connect me neither absolutely oh. not no it's it's right. my my latin bloodline does not allow the mustache and the beard to connect <laughs> um unfortunately but the the beard wasn't much longer it was just the, the problem with the thing i think it was a blessing in disguise i shaved the mustache and realized well i need to lose weight i you know quarantine has really not done a good done a lot of favors for me uh, because it looks fine on camera, but that's the camera angle. Otherwise, it's just like, who is this person? What's all this? There's a lot of stuff happening down here uh, for <laughs> podcast listeners under the chin area is what I'm trying to <laughs> emphasize. So I don't know if I want to just keep the mustache. I'm just going to slowly grow the beard back. If you keep the mustache, looks.
0: don't you think it'll keep you motivated to keep eating the salads and uh, working out? Because you were it's telling possible. me today you're eating
2: salads. It's 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 like, Greg, it's like if you forced me to – always work with my shirt off i'd be like you know what wow i mean i gotta do something here if the yeah this is gonna look like this i gotta work on this yeah sure sure
0: that's understandable that's understandable uh ladies and gentlemen while we have a break let's have a word from our sponsor This episode of the Kind of Funny Podcast is brought to you by MeUndies. You might remember a few weeks ago I got to do a MeUndies ad off the top of my dome because I love MeUndies so much and I wear them all the time, but it devolved into me saying you should send uh, people in the neighborhood MeUndies and act like a dead grandparent, so they gave me more copy. It's time we stopped messing around about funny things and talked about something really serious and important your underwear uh me undies believes undies are something that should be yelled about from the top of the rooftops but not brought up about dead grandparents or shown off in a mirror selfie on instagram they're not undie shy so let's talk of like i said i love my me undies you know that i wore one pair once then or i ordered one set of pairs uh liked them so much threw away the rest of my underwear order more me undies and i continue to do that to this day because i love them of course tim loves them so much he wears the lounge pants the shirts everything me undies he's got me undies isn't just underwear, though. It is also a way to make every booty comfortable, and there's no limiting the amount of laundry. Oh, and it also limits the amount of laundry you have to do. Uh, they designed a membership that now saves you 30% on each order but delivers. A fun pair of undies or socks right to your door each month. Plus, if you're the boss. You can control your shipments and also get early access to their most exclusive prints. Me Undies is offered in a range of sizes from XS to 4XL. And now that everyone is work from home, they also offer the softest loungewear. Fill your closet with things you'll actually want to put on. Me Undies has a great offer for my listeners. For any first time purchasers, you can get 15% off and free shipping. Again, it's uh, first-time purchasers, uh, 15% off, uh, and free shipping. MeUndies also has their problem-free philosophy. If you're not satisfied with any product or for any reason, they'll refund or exchange it. No caveats, no questions. To get your 15% off your first order and free shipping and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com morning. That's MeUndies.com slash morning. They didn't pay me to say this part, but if you want to trick somebody into thinking their dead relatives are sending them, go to MeUndies.com morning and send it to them with the... A dead person's name on it. Tim, you sent something to assets earlier. Do you want to address it? Oh, what did I send to assets? It was something you said you wanted to bring oh, up that, on the show.
3: Andy, Andy did that. It was Andy. Um,
2: do you want to
0: take this Andy? Can Tim told me to send it. I mean I thank you. I knew Tim was involved with it. Why is it like this?
2: Uh Tim told me to send a video to assets. It's just something that's been uh going viral on Twitter. It is from the Milwaukee Bucks basketball game. You know there's usually a Kiss Cam. Sure. Uh, Couples are, "Uh, should we kiss or not? It's always a little funny thing. But they introduced the hand sanitizer can. And it is unfortunate how it looks when presented um, up on the big screen um
4: because you got fans
2: oh no just getting oh, this stuff bad shot at oh, it's so good and it and this it just goes on to more people they know what they were doing <laughs> it's bad. Bad, bad. Oh, oh it's in her hair God. now it's in no, her it's, hair now oh no, no. Why so would just do this just an unfortunate thing to do See, this um, is
5: why i'm always scared about um moving forward in life without young people around me or with young people around me later, because this totally the thing that i'd be like tim is this a good idea and tim would be like yeah nick yeah, it's a great it's idea great.
3: <laughs> <laughs> catch, it, dude, it. catch it Catch <laughs> yeah, catch it. it. Yeah,
5: all right so i'm catching it and then oh damn it tim you got me it's
2: so absolutely oh, unfortunate
4: man, good that, man. Yeah, Arif, not, do you think right?
2: that um let's get back to your career really quick sorry i didn't want to make this a a, 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 a podcast about you watching videos with us oh no um please in the so obviously, this is a great starting off point for a voice acting career. You've already had like the fame with YouTube and stuff like that. Are there any roles that you could see yourself playing in the future? Are there any, uh, you know, directors you want to work with when it comes to voice acting? Are we talking like Pixar in the future? What's, what's mm. the goal and where do you see your voice acting career going forward?
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. So Pixar is, you know, so there's top three things. Um, Pixar is 100% up there. Um, Disney Animation Studios too, uh, DreamWorks of course. I'm a big fan of. Uh, I've always wanted to do some mocap stuff. Work with like. Yeah, uh, uh, end goal of mine is either Naughty Dog, Naughty Dog, or Rockstar one day. Hell yeah! Some oh t- my Troy god! Baker yeah. vibes Um, I want to be you know the Black Nolan North, Black Troy Baker. You know what I mean? Um, mm, hell yeah! And you know, that'd be awesome. Uh, Avatar, I'm a big fan of Avatar. I they're making five movies, so yeah, be, <laughs> a lot <laughs> a of opportunity
2: movie. now.
4: <laughs> <laughs> right?
2: I heard actually I just um, read a, yeah, they're adding nine more. They're adding
1: nine more movies to the Avatar wow. slate. Yeah, it's going to be a 16-parter. Oh, <laughs> oh god. Um I'm sure they're going to make a freaking uh show about Avatar one day, 100%. Um and like one already announced. announced. It'll be I on one know. of the nine streaming services, yeah. Right. Pandora or some another oh, sort of thing. Who knows? Um, a prequel but... series, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> now, um, um, yeah, Greg,
2: when we started off this podcast, Greg mentioned, now you're one of us, meaning you are a gamer. Um, What are you playing now? What were your top games of last year? How and much is Little ex-
0: Nightmares 2 paying you to have it on behind you?
1: I'll take two off.
4: I'll take two off. <laughs> <laughs> so um,
1: there it is. There it is. Um. So, what do you say? So what am I playing now? Yeah. Um. Right now, I'm currently playing Dishonored 2. I've never played them before. Um. I'm excited for Hell Deathloop. Hell yeah! So I'm going through um Arcane's little gameography here. Yeah, it um, definitely looks dope. I know. I can't wait. Right. Um. What are my favorite games of last Yeah, I mean, not only
2: last year, but just anything in your, you know, what are some games that you could highlight that our audience could go, oh, fuck,
1: yeah, this guy is really cool. He was cool before, now he's real cool, yeah. (laughs) Okay, Um, like I said, I'm a big, anything Naughty Dog drops, I'm I'm there, you know what I mean? Um, You already made it, yeah, everybody loves you now. I'm going to get hate, I love Abby, you know, let's fight everybody. Oh, Um, it's all good, no, we love it. (laughs) That's the right call, that's the right call. Was that your game of the year (laughs) last year? 100%, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, That, obviously, game is incredible um what else
4: hmm i mean the performances the performances
1: in that just were stunning
2: i can't wait for the eventual documentary like we got with the god of war documentary which was oh yeah uh an amazing hour and a half or whatever i don't know how long it was nick did you ever watch the god of war documentary
5: i actually did not um it but is I should. Really damn good. But it, I also feel like I feel bad because I only played like an hour and a half of God of War, and I was like, "This is not for me." And then Tim's like, "You're crazy." And then I played an hour and a half of Spider Man on PS4, and I was like, "This is not for me." And then Tim was like, "You have to leave this company. Yeah. You can't be a part of this
2: <laughs> and company." He, he's
0: like, "You know what? I love Warzone.
2: Something's wrong. with you. I do love Warzone."
5: What do you, what do you want yes. from me man it's a, it's a, it's a competitors game you get better at it it's it's human on human contact that's what we need It's
0: human care. on human contact exactly, <laughs> exactly. Human contact. it is man
5: <laughs> it is, this is why it's, it's so fun i mean literally i tuned in to, to snowbike mike stream last night and watched andy just frag out it was very it, it made me feel closer to him and then i did the corporate taxes so that was Thank what we you was. Wow. Oh, you did you did our work taxes oh, some unfortunate. I
2: now i just want to
5: I just want to tell you guys while you've been talking i haven't been paying attention shocker
2: Mm -hmm.
4: i've
5: been actually photoshopping magnum pi's mustache onto andy just so we could see where it could go the potential the potential so i'm gonna throw this in assets right now barrett and i just want you guys to know like this is what you're missing out on right now
0: andy i mean like do you think will it grow in nice and thick? you think or i mean do you feel like no no this is the apex. this is it right
2: (laughs) the apex oh my gosh this photo what
0: barrett should throw that up there oh man see I don't want that that that's a gonzo for gordo move more than I think that thats well a i mean you know it's move.
5: a it's it's definitely um it's blonder than we think that andy andy's might come in here, here there is, it is yeah, right so there, there, there you can is. just see how how amazing it is it's gone yeah there it is right there you see how amazing it is just to have that fullness andy you feel like the power you're you're working with there
2: I just don't know there if my is. nose hair if not like <laughs> if my mustache hairs can even start that high like that's there's so much height there. There's a also, lot of height. Work.
3: <laughs> there is a lot. It <laughs> like does have a nice little curve it's off. It's starting
1: like way the fuck up here. <laughs> no, I, Dr. Robotnik.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, I thought you awesome. might
5: say that. I thought you might say that. So I actually did Burt Reynolds uh, as oh, well good, just to okay. see. And I kind of, yeah, I colored stuff. it just a little bit. I color corrected it just a little bit. So I'll put that in assets right now. Okay, fantastic. That well, Because I feel like this is a little bit podcast, more indicative of what's going to come through. For you, um, here, of course, my internet's slow as shit, so it's gonna go up there and invest minute. 15 minutes. Worry, it's we okay, we it. can,
2: we can, there it, it is, right there.
5: I feel like this, this is, is a look right list. here. Now, who if is this? Pull. What, the this is, Burt gonna pull Reynolds. This is gonna pull older okay. Burt Reynolds after he did sort of like older. the gray hair for men thing where he dyed it a little bit.
0: Okay, so this is what he's in. This is a strip tease. What was the strip one he was in? boogie nights Bo- <laughs> no what?
2: again this does look like nose hairs are are growing out <laughs> this definitely looks like yeah andy's nose hairs
0: also why did you pick like andy's most disappointed look that's every look andy always gives <laughs> he's
5: never yeah. not giving a disappointed look on this podcast
0: yeah i Understand have to imagine Andy's too. constantly
5: re- re- re-evaluating all the choices that led to him working for us and it's just a constant
0: stream of disappointment for him
2: yeah. It happens. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Don't worry about
0: that. Yeah. <laughs> Arif, I know we're running out of time with you. One question I did have for you. You talked about, you know, waking up in the morning going into these calls and doing it. How uh, have you wrapped the season? Like how what's what's the what's the production schedule like for doing the voice of Cleveland?
1: Um Yeah, it's usually sporadic in the sense where they'll email you and say, Can you come in um this you know, this day or this week, next week? They'll give you a time frame if you're available. It's pretty, um, you know, pretty open because Cleveland isn't as like, you know, Peter or like a, you know, you get, you know, not as much lines. So you can like go in whenever and do it for 30 minutes and you're good. Gotcha. Sure.
2: When, when
4: did
1: the recording start? Because
2: I, I know it takes a while to make cartoons.
4: <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Like what when did you, like obviously the season's coming pretty soon, right? Mm-hmm. The, fall what, is
0: when it's supposed to happen. Again. Is in
2: the fall. Okay. So like mm-hmm. what, I, I'm just trying to imagine what the timeline is like when did you actually like what was your when was your first day i don't even know if you could let us know
0: um yeah, don't get fired don't give us anything that yeah. in trouble. the <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah,
1: first day that i re- started recording yeah,
2: yeah like just a time frame was it last year or was it
1: yeah it was sometime last year i can't remember it's at least i'm at least three four months in got it okay Let's see. interesting
2: mm-hmm. it takes mm-hmm. a long time to make those cartoons nick is still sending uh, mustaches by the way um, and yeah, this one is called
0: Greg's mustache on Andy And it's the most disturbing But like, I don't know why it's, yeah, I appreciate that you worked so hard On the Burt Reynolds and Magnum yeah. PI ones So that yeah. like, they would look even better So then I'm kind of offended that you did not Work harder on this one I don't have still...
5: a high res uh, photo of you, so I just took a sk- little screen grab from you, here. I, and then you, can and then... you can just go to this the internet. You could just go to the internet.
0: Disgusting. And put... Yeah, it's like, is really gross.
3: This it looks wh- like you just took Andy's bottom chin <laughs> and like flipped it. It looks what? like
2: it looks like a piece of flesh that was like cut off of somebody. Yeah, and put it, onto it my, looks like pud on this on the onto lip, my face. Pud. You know, pud. At guess, you know what, could've... Greg? At least at least Nick does the taxes for the company. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. We got our best men on the job.
0: <laughs> <Top man. laughs> I appreciate yeah Nick does taxes that's that's good enough for my me that gets it done yeah.
3: so I'm off, I've often thought when watching normally anime and stuff about doing voice acting work for it and how much you actually read the script and I'm sure it's different for mm-hmm. a comedy thing like family guy but how much of the script are you reading or is are you kind of just looking at the pages you you're on sides. and who you're reacting to and that type of
1: stuff yeah well usually i go to my highlighted um lines remember that but luckily we're in a space where we do the table reads for every script that i get so i just mm-hmm. wait until it comes out naturally you know what i mean awesome yeah. so when you do table reads are you reading a whole episode or is it kind of like yeah. bits and pieces whole
3: episode oh. mm-hmm. wow, that's pretty cool
5: now do you have you yet to get through one without everyone dying laughing or do they, is everyone at this point just like we're coming in we're doing our job we're going home
1: oh yeah uh, yeah they laugh they laugh every time hey good
0: (laughs) they're still into it they still like it (laughs) (laughs) and so then i you know before we let you go what does all this mean you know we talked about you're still obviously doing your youtube channel like has it impacted your production do you still want to do as many videos or do you still see yourself doing that indefinitely
1: yeah i still think um i always do my channel um whether it starts to um transform into more of a lifestyle thing as i get more jobs so there were you know i always just thing and my platform and my fans i'll never you know leave them in the dust but um i I have initially gotten a little slower right now because my schedule has been so crazy this past sure i bet (laughs) Um, but yeah i can't wait to get back into the nook and start you know really honing in and getting back to where i was before but yeah Um, i I won't stop do you stream at all no Mm -mm. no okay I think I might start. I just bought a, um, a PC, so it should be coming yeah. soon. Just, yeah. I'll start there. But a Mac is not good for streaming. It's still- no, yeah, because
2: an interesting thing is I, I was just telling Tim and, and Nick this the other day that I was – we got tagged in some tweets saying – a buddy of mine actually tagged us and said, I really want to watch the kind of funny guys play with um, Thomas Middleditch from Silicon Valley. Um, and also Middle and Swartz. He's just a very, very funny improv guy. And I happened to see that he was live at the time, and he was streaming on Twitch, and he was streaming on the Grand Theft Auto role-playing server. I don't know if you are aware of what this is, but this is just a super custom modded-out server where... The GTRP? Yeah, the GTRP, yeah, the no-pixel um, server. And yeah. Thomas Middleditch is on there and streams quite frequently, it seems... And plays a role, and it's one of the funniest things ever. And I, it just seems like such a great way to drive traffic to your personality and say, like, ob- you're a, you're a gamer. You're not faking this. There, you know, there's mm-hmm. some people in the industry that you know don't necessarily play a whole lot of games, but Tim. like, you're in. <laughs> no, I, meant, I meant more in like the acting. I been more in like the acting world, you know. Um, uh. But you're obviously into this, and I think that would be so cool to watch. You know, Arif play. You know, the role of, you know, some, I don't know, I think Thomas Middledish's character was, he was a driving instructor and then he kind of just started going crazy and murderous. And I think that's that just like well. such a cool creative outlet to kind of make this character and have audiences come to you and say, hey, I'm the voice of Cleveland
1: and I'm streaming on Twitch because I would sub to that so fast. I would subscribe to <laughs> Thanks, that. So fast. That's funny that I was just actually thinking, not the streaming part, yeah, but that's, yeah, I'll do that. I was actually thinking about going to GTRP and starting content on there so that'd be great yeah yeah Yeah. it's really into that
0: that's awesome arif thank you so much for your time and congratulations on everything man thank
1: you guys so much thank you very very cool
0: dude
3: yeah this is rad, man great meeting you up like i said i've been loving your content forever the one thing that i want to give you an extra shout out for is when you do the rap parodies when you are doing the impressions while rapping i love that Mm. you rewrite the verses to be with oh, the yeah. characters, because that's that extra <laughs> extra thing on top that's like making it like your own and not just kind of right. doing what everyone else does. Of like, hey, it's of course. a different voice for a song that everyone already knows. Love that. Show. Yeah,
0: right. No, I got it. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> All right, Appreciate we'll it. talk to you soon. Congratulations uh, this fall, new season of Family Guy featuring you. Can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Thanks, one. So cool. All right. Bye. See you, man. So- and then Big Daddy Barrett, yeah, we'll need you to bring it up to a five person or no four person thing as we say goodbye to a reef. Because we're gonna keep podcasting. But you are you we you know, yeah, you I was know, a, the, yeah, I didn't know that okay. you can put one whatever. Right? I, I like in there if to you you want. keep you posted. This is fine. Honestly. Keep me this is no This it's is not. the three most impi- <laughs> this is the three most important people. Just go back and then it's done. You don't have to worry about it. Beautiful. Tim, I mean Tim, just leans to his left. He's in the shot. It's fine.
5: Tim and Andy look like time is. cop where they just became one gooey thing. <laughs> same
0: matter can't occupy same, same space. Days. What a nice young man he was. Yeah, I'm dude, so happy for him, awesome, man. That's man. that's
5: so cool. And what an awesome opportunity to be able to work on shows like that.
0: It's like just Anna so crazy. Can you imagine like being a fan of it and then building up to that and then you actually get the call? You actually. Well, it get reminds him. me
5: of Josh and Josh and Jeffrey uh, sure. and how Except was, this was a success. Yeah. Yeah, Josh didn't work out for him right there. I wasn't going to say that, but.
3: Josh
0: was, you know, like, like, should I commit to my dream or have a kid? I'll have a kid. And that's that was the end of that. Yeah, his
3: kid Uh, is really cute. Rosie is adorable. I, I, I will say everyone on this show right now and everybody at home, you need to check out his YouTube channel and just click around. Like, he has so many different videos. So many of them are mega hits. And I just, they're so clever and good. Like, if there's so many, it's layered. Every single layer just has something to it that is just fantastic content. I was shocked to see that he has six-plus million subscribers. Six-plus, yeah, They're well-deserved, man. It is, like, really quality content.
5: Well, he said he's been doing it since, what, 2006 or something like that? That's amazing. In different forms, yeah. I don't know why
2: Nick didn't offer up his (laughs) walk-in. When he said walk-in,
0: I looked at Nick's little cube to see if he was going to do anything.
5: (laughs) In the presence of real talent, I shut up. It's that's just uh, it's just among you guys that I'm so talkative. I just want you to know that. Oh, uh,
2: Okay, turn it around on us. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. But you're photoshopping mustaches on my face. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's your
3: talent. Dude, that and doing taxes. <laughs> hey, got a good tweet at him, uh,
0: Greg's. It. That's good. Yeah, we're good. Good promotions happening out there. That's all that matters. Don't it's worry about it. Perfect. All that matters. I'm scrolling through. The old topic stuff here. Seeing what I like, what's gonna stick out to me. You know what I mean? If you Where do we want to have go? Four arms
2: it? or four legs? What would you prefer?
0: Four arms.
5: Four arms. Yeah, that'd be cool. Cause you can learn how to walk on your arms.
0: Yeah, and I could still use my hands, and I'd have extra thumbs too. And then in a fight, you'd have to
5: be able to defend sh- four chokes.
0: Okay,
3: but
5: do think
0: we, we still this?
3: have our two of the
2: other, or is it in play? No. no, I think it's it's, it's no. you're
0: losing one of the two. The other two, they have their pair hands.
2: Yeah, because the, the problem Hands. that I was thinking about... The problem I was thinking about, though, is just how, you know, your torso would stay the same length and your arms would be in replace your legs, so you would lose a lot of height. You would lose I a lot of really height. I have
3: really short legs already, so it doesn't matter.
2: I immediately you jump to Yeah, taller, how do I I,
3: can I... I just
0: want to be able to play video games the way I know.
2: I know I can oh. learn to use my
0: feet. I see plenty of people do that, but that's just not what I want to do.
2: Video gaming is a great point, Greg. Yeah, because I'm thinking... I think in fights, I would be really useful. Just having the heel of my like it, those would be my weapons. If I had two heels on my feet, if I had four legs, and I would just be like, uh, I would be a menace in the ring.
5: Well, you'd you'd have a lot uh, longer of a reach if you had four legs, uh, because you know, obviously, your your arms are shorter. Than and your I'd legs. be taller
2: than everybody. Everybody would pick arms.
5: Yeah, it would, be, it would be pretty hardcore, man. I'll be honest with you right there. But, like, day-to-day operations, going to Starbucks, grabbing a Starbucks might be a little harder than you want it to be. So I'm I'm with Tim on this, I think.
0: Hmm. What's Tim doing? What do you
5: think? He's doing something. Tim's doing sidekicks sure. with his arms. Tim's well, trying to, to,
3: to, I'm to, try to figure how, out how long my
2: arm is. Because I have alarmingly short legs. It's definitely, like, going to be a foot shorter than your legs. Yeah, it's going to be shorter than your legs, for sure. Hmm. It's going to be no, a foot I, shorter. Like, if if I lean over. Yeah. Yeah. But see, what's always
3: confused me though is like the thing of like if you hold your arms out, like that's how tall you are. Like my wingspan should be as tall no, as I am. No, I, don't I think know that's a that's urban thing. legend. Yeah, that's like, yeah. I saw it it's on like TikTok. Like when you're a kid and they're it like, it you "Take TikTok, your off." And I was like, "Oh, if you, to
2: if you jerk tints. off, you grow hair on your palms." Yeah. I remember your and your friend like We can I mean
5: we can Google it right now, Barrett, Google that. But All I just want right, everyone well. to know that sometimes, Tim, when you you know when they snap their fingers on TikTok and they're in a different dress? They're not mm-hmm. actually using magic.
3: <laughs> yeah, but I I, I doubt that <laughs> the people okay. doing this <laughs> had photoshopped markings on their doorways of how tall they are. So. Fair, fair. Hey, hey, I don't we, know, man. All these, know it's this,
5: is, this is what's been the fun adventure of being a podcaster for the last five years is just being everything that I've ever thought was correct is totally wrong. And it's Kevin usually that tells me that, which is extra extra oh. hard for my ego to take.
6: Uh, what, is, so what is your pants let's, like, let's see what Barrett's got. Bear's on audience, Wikipedia, audience. Uh, the arm span measurement is usually very close to the person's height. Okay, so there you, there you go. Mine is mine. Tim, let
0: me see your arm span. <laughs> mine is
6: mine.
2: Yeah, but some people... Yeah, like that checks, looks about right. That checks out so much longer. <laughs> I can't tell at all. I like your sweatshirt, though. That's cool.
0: But what, what, <laughs> you are know, your, it's, what are your pants length sizes? 30. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I do a 36, 32, right? Isn't that how it works? 36 yeah. length? 32 waist? No, so No, 32. 36 waist. 32, 32 is your length. Yeah. 32 yeah, sounds
5: yeah. about right, yeah. I have a 30-inch uh, – th- my insane. legs are usually 30 when I get them, and that usually Same. ends
3: up being okay, yeah. See, do, I'm I 30. Like f- I also wear 30, and I have to roll it up at the end.
5: Yeah. I got but short, you wear your pants really
2: low. You, you wear your pants low on your butt. You yeah.
3: do. You can pull your
5: butt – you can pull the mom jeans on, put them up to your nipples.
2: Yeah.
4: <laughs> I
5: don't or know, bigger guys. ones. I think
0: I'm that's probably one of the most disappointing things in the world is that your waist is below – for fat people like me – is below your gut. Like, the waist should be underneath the gut, but in fact, it's a, it's right on your hips, which then gives you the weird double gut when you do that. And it's like, fuck that. And that's why you wear your pants low, and that's why your crack's showing all the time. But it's more comfortable that way, and it doesn't make you feel as fat. So there you go, everybody. See, yeah, what I am to like is we got to change the waist. Technically, your waist is way higher.
2: Yeah, top of your hips, right? Hashtag change the waist.
3: So where's your waist supposed to be? Your fucking
5: belly button? Above your belly button, actually, I think. It's like... It's like where your ribs meet your... Think about, your, think
0: about an hourglass figure, and yeah, but like right like in the when, center. Yeah, like, like right, like
5: right below like the center this, of the
3: hourglass. That's waist, yeah. So like okay, when people wear high-waisted no, jeans, so, they're,
5: they're actually wearing it on their waist. Those are well, okay. where your waist normally is.
3: But people wearing their jeans, where we wear our jeans, that's where you're supposed to wear your jeans. You're not supposed yeah, to wear that's where the jeans are really dictates, designed to be worn, Fashion yeah.
0: dictates. But then Pants you got that dictate. ass crack hanging out. You got that ass crack hanging out.
3: Yeah, but back in
5: the day, Tim, when it was, like, no, when pants was, don't through, to dictate the 50s, that. No. pants, when they make pants for you, that's where your waist, that's why when you go watch, like, people from, like, you see people in, in suits in, like, 1940s, like, detective movies or whatever, they got, if you look, their pants are pulled up to, like, their actual waist, and they just look like they have really long legs. So you could rock that look if you wanted to do, like,
3: high-waisted jeans.
0: lot um, sure of jeans. Jeans. Boots with the Fur.
3: Fur. But okay, in 2021, that's all I, I mean, not that. even that. In 1980, right, you know. yeah, no, no one's wearing their pants or jeans or anything. Yeah, over their belly button. Not over the belly button, but they were wearing them higher for sure. If you if you look,
5: if you Google like 1980s jeans, they're higher. Like the the crotch is like a lot longer looking than they are now. What happened was 90s, obviously, like baggy jeans started coming into the thing, and that's where jeans started to sag. And then, of course, we had the the low rise jean of the late 90s, early 2000, which was just way too low if you ask me now looking back on it when we were in the middle of it we we're like this this feels right but then looking back on it we can all agree it's a little too low do you think and it's I think maybe it humans are evolving
2: our torsos and our waists are just stretching because of the genes you know like over time you know how you know back in back in jesus christ times everybody was a little tiny kid they just you know, were the like eyes. four feet tall and now we're growing taller for example me very oh, yeah. tall so but i taller? think yes yeah, but I, I always wonder you know because they talk about how cell phones are going to really drastically change the human form. Because we're always hunched over, we're always looking down, and we're going to, like, future years, in a hundred years, we're just going to be like this creature that's also living underwater because of climate change. So mm-hmm. maybe we can swim better with our new form. I don't know. There's some problems to this plan. Just roll through the water like a ball, like a pill. Bug. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you create like a little air pocket in between. <laughs> you create like an air pocket in the little crotchal area, like you're absolutely. Just, like, a little ball That's what
5: the high waisted jeans are going to be for. They're going to you're going to hold all the air right on the top crotch area. You can just get on, get in there, suck the air out of your jeans. Yeah, keep swimming.
2: Just keep I know swimming. when I have kids, they're going to be like always kind of like this because a pe- uh, keyboard mouse, like they're always mm-hmm. going to be. Kind of uh, like are you gonna raise heads. a bunch of loser dorks. I didn't know that Mass Now they're gonna be super strong. All of them. <laughs> they're gonna be all <laughs> this <laughs> army of Andy's <laughs> kids. Well, yeah, the, well, the way you're
0: doing it, they have no neck, they have
2: the Bill Goldberg laps. You know, <laughs> like they're, oh, yeah. their back and muscles are just gigantic. Greg, they're huge. These kids, I'll are tell you what, gigantic. my
5: shoulders are sore, Andy, from all the wars that I've been playing lately, oh, and it's oh, actually no. starting to keep me up at night. I got to start stretching my, like, upper body now. And I've never had to do that before in my life. Like, I've got, like, just right here, just the pain that I feel like I've worked out. But the muscles, it's definitely not that. It's just definitely just, like, the stiffness of sitting.
2: You it's do. You, you, on you, end. you need to get a little, uh... A little Farragut. Oh, I forget, <laughs> to, use, I forget yeah. to use keyboard and mouse. Because I cannot wait for my standing desk. I cannot wait to get out of bed and just, like, stand up, turn on the computer, and just kind of like get my back stretch and i always do like jumping jacks in the morning i always do push-ups mm-hmm. in the morning and I just like stand up for the rest of the day maybe i get one of those because uh, i think in this thing that i'm being sent there's also a balance board that you stand on oh my god you're gonna fucking
5: that's gonna wreck your glutes your ass is gonna be so sore from that like your legs and ass are gonna be so sore. i'm from really that excited thing.
2: it's it's not that high off the ground but it's enough to kind of make sure to keep you in check like you got to stay balanced on it, and it's it's almost like sitting on one of those exercise balls, but it's probably different than that. I don't know for sure, but I'm, I'm looking forward <laughs> to it. You'll find
3: out. And I'm, I'm sure we'll hear it. about it here on the Kind of Funny podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <We'll see. laughs> if
0: you want to keep up with all of Andy's physical activities
2: and standard,
0: you got to go to patreon.com
2: slash kind of funny. Where That's were we that I was to- talking about the exercise ball?
0: We were talking about a
5: BOSU ball the other day on something.
2: BOSU. I think yeah, it was Bosu. on
5: the Warzone stream where I said Bosu, stream. BOSU. And ball. Mike was like, what are you talking about? I was like, it's the big bouncy balls that everyone gets at their desks so they can increase core strength while they're sitting. And oh, then I think geez, that led you it. over to, yeah. That, De- led me I mean, to,
2: that led me to my, my the coworker I worked with who had like a, farted in it. A, a, kind of a BO issue, but also yeah. wore a lot of cologne, like very, very, very Wait, strong he, cologne.
0: He, or they had body odor and then also cologne? To cover yes, up the body, odor. yes. Yeah. And he, every
2: time he would walk by you, it would just like, oh, like it would hit you, you know? Yeah. Um, but, do, but the chair, like, when, you know, he would leave at a whatever time, and I'd be there with my supervisor, Hutch, and I would go, like, sit on the ball next to Hutch, and I would sit on it, and it would just, like, a waft of Ooh. scent would, it was like, oh, from like, oh, like, was a waft of scent. A waft of
5: Hutch, them. by the way, not a real name. That's how I know the stories. Mike Hutch that's like <laughs> the
0: names have been changed to protect the innocent. This that is the cool that is
5: when you call your buddy Hutch, that is such a cool movie
3: Mike Hutchison, like best man. friend name. Yeah. It has to be real because Andy only name dropped it to ensure that he knows if he ever were to listen to this that he isn't the stinky one.
2: Oh no, he knows he's not the stinky one. No, I love Hutch. No, Does the
3: stinky, stinky one, one, the stinky
0: one know he's the stinky one? Bernie Burns. I don't know. Gustarola.
3: That's why Bertie left. Yeah. He couldn't yeah. handle the shame. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I will not be judged for my axe body spray.
5: Man, I had a friend, <laughs> I had a friend one time though. We were when we served food, he had an allergic reaction to deodorant and like the antiperspirant and got like a really, really, really bad rash every time he would use it. And so they were like, You can't use deodorant anymore. And he had to use like organic, like this thing that he'd have to rub on himself. It was like a ball of chalk. It did not work. And I always felt so bad for him because he was stinky. And it was unfortunate. Yeah. And we're working in a restaurant. We have to raise your arm a lot to like get things over stuff. And like you're, you're moving around and you're reaching over people's tables. And I'm like, wow. There's like a, that's, that's unfortunate for this particular line of work.
0: <laughs> oh, man. This is such a weird turn. We got off into such a weird thing here. I love it. Have you never watched this podcast no, before? I, you're fighting I mean, it, Greg. I, I need have. you to go with it. <laughs> uh, yesterday, I posted photos of homemade cheesy gordita crunches I did. Uh, where I, you know, I made the, I just, you know, I, I Jen was found a recipe on Half Bake Harvest. It was, hey, here's how to make homemade cheesy gordita crunches. I was like, hell yeah, let's go do it. That's my favorite Taco Bell thing. Made them. They were dynamite. And then I had the leftovers, and I made sure I packaged everything in the fridge so that I could make more in the morning, or I could make some for lunch or whatever. And I, I you know, and like the ten minute break I had, I went over there and assembled it exactly the right way, and I put up the photo, and Gus Sarola responded on it. Uh, this looks just like the cheesy gordita crunches my abula or the Spanish word for grandmother thank you very much used to make for me when I was a little boy and I had I laughed for about 10 minutes straight last night seeing that I thought that was just the funniest fucking thing it was just as because you can hear Gus delivering it you know I haven't talked to Gus Gus. in so long because I usually talk to Gus in Austin and so like just for him to come out and drop that in randomly (laughs) on my cheesy gordita crunch thing that was the funniest fucking thing in the world (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> this leads to a question ladies and gentlemen are you ready for it mm-hmm. okay i don't know tim wasn't i wasn't sure if he was ready for it because he did the hmm thing uh neo jd says has covid has the covid situation impacted how often you reach out to your friends i know before you'd often meet up at events and such but is it easier now to keep in touch with most people in your field is everyone is working from home nicholas Douglas Scarpino, Nicholas COVID, Mike Douglas Scarpino. <laughs> has COVID <laughs> impacted the way you reach out to your friends?
5: Uh, it has, but in in very strange and ways that are that are have some very good pros and some very bad cons to them. I've actually been able to keep up with people a lot more because now people are a little bit more receptive to like doing Zoom stuff, and like comedians sure. specifically are doing like hey, let's all hop on Discord and do like a little writer's circle and hang out and see each other and goof around, which is cool. Uh, And obviously I'm playing more games too, which is great and gives me a great opportunity to like, hey, what are you doing at 10 o'clock? I'm I'm playing Warzone, but come play Warzone with me and let's catch up and talk shit to each other and stuff like that too. Uh, But it's also made me have to be more responsible about reaching out and like scheduling FaceTime with my family and with people that I care about that under normal circumstances, I'm like, we will our worlds will collide. There will be if nothing else, Christmas will push us together and we will be able to hang out. And now we, we don't have that, so you have to really be an adult and be like, fuck, I gotta I gotta be the person that like, texts my mom and is like, hey, what are you doing this weekend? You want to get a FaceTime together? And then, you know, she doesn't text me back for four days. And I'm like, what does that mean, Elena? What does it mean?
2: <laughs> Maybe, Maybe she just text you one? back and you just didn't look at your phone. No,
5: she just doesn't check her phone ever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, have to, I have to text my dad to text my mom. Run to the just, family. She doesn't check it.
4: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh,
5: Tim are you
0: interacting with your friends uh uh, has how has COVID interacted or impacted how you interact with your friends
3: I mean I think it's impossible for it not to be different just because everything in our lives is so different uh I think I'm lucky that I have such a close-knit group of friends and so many multiple different close-knit group of friends like you know I have you guys I have my like more SF people and then I have the industry group of people that I count outside of kind of Funny. Um, and definitely with those people, I think it's been less because we don't go to conventions, so we don't get that RTX or that E3 or that PAX or whatever. And like, that really fucking sucks. Can't wait for that. We've talked about that a lot, obviously, but it's going to be great to be able to hang out with Blaine Gibson again. You know, uh, these people that I've had a friendship with for years, but that friendship is reliant on the two to three times we'd see each other every year that we don't have now. But, uh, besides that, like, Ironically, I feel closer to you guys than ever. Like, I I think just like the way that these shows work and stuff, like it feels this part of the job feels less like a job than it used to in the studio to me. Mm -hmm. This feels way more like hanging out Uh, and it feels way more like catching up with friends uh, no matter what it is, even though now we have two podcasts a week, like it still feels fresh. And I get, it, it is always something I'm I'm still looking forward to these podcasts, um, which which I think is really good. But otherwise, I think the biggest thing that's bumming me out is, you know, I've been brainstorming at the very least this theater my entire damn life. And now I have it and I can't share it with anybody. It's like this is the most Twilight Zone ass. I have all the books <laughs> to read, but my glasses are broken type shit. But
2: the third uh, magic genie trick. Yeah, ex- Exactly. Or a rule. No, I uh, wish. You know, Don't I've been building it up, like, little by little
3: by little. And, like, from home, it was, it's was it been looking dope for a long time. But, like, there's been little in, uh, incremental, like, advancements over the last year. And I just freaking want people to come over and watch shit. I love sharing shit with people. It's, like, my favorite thing. Like, Internet Explorers is, is like, the most Tim Getty show ever because I just like showing people things that I like and enjoying <laughs> it with them for the first time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's been a major bummer. It's been great for me and G, but and for Joey while she was here. Um, But yeah, I can't wait till I can actually invite as many people over as I possibly can. So we can all sit here and watch dope shit.
0: Andy, what about you?
2: Uh, I definitely think it has. um, And I had some friends reach out to me that are not like from the industry or whatever, just from back home. Uh, Either friends that live from back home or friends that have eventually moved away from the RGV, but live in LA or whatever that reach out to me for my birthday and uh, like, yeah, let's catch up. And like with most people, I will say, yeah, let's catch up. And then nothing happens because I, when I'm off of here, it's like, all right, am I going to stream? Or when I'm off of here, ooh, I want to play that mm. game. And I just, I just, I find myself doing the thing that happens a lot with my parents where, you know, I'll go a week without calling my parents and I'll be like, fuck, I got to call my parents. It, you know, it's been, it's only been long enough and I just put it off and, you know, oh, I'll call my dad after I go to the grocery store and I go to the grocery store, come home, completely forget and then I just play a game and, you know, go on stream or whatever. Um, to Tim's point about this feeling less like a job, it honestly feels like we've just been kind of having big sleepovers.
4: <laughs> if that makes sense. Totally.
2: A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like um, because we're always kind of in this this online state and i wake up and i you know i kind of do like more exercises and then i'll turn on the the webcam and turn on the computer and then it feels like oh they're awake now like it's 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 stream time or whatever and and what are we playing today with mike and nick you know that's it does it it has been a lot of fun from our end i think um and yeah i really do feel because i get to hear what's been happening Throughout the day, whether I'm on a show or whether I am just listening through stream. Like, I feel like we are closer with each other now because of all of this. Um, But yeah, I definitely need to be better about getting back to friends just because I, I don't know, I just get so preoccupied and then I have an awful memory. I need to, I need to do the calendar thing. I need to set calendar reminders. (laughs) Well, I think part of it, too, is at least for me, right? Because, yeah,
0: obviously, COVID's the fact that we talk to each other. Obviously, I think the kind of funny podcast in particular has been like... Such a saving grace, and I think it's been why so many people have flocked back to it to watch it after maybe taking time off or not having it as a priority for them as a a YouTube video or a, a podcast, because it is literally us just hanging out and catching up. But I think what that means to me personally, right, is that I inevitably, streams are helping, but inevitably what that means is that I don't talk to the other kind of funny members about anything but work. Where it's like, you know what I mean? I talk to you guys on this show about our lives because that's what this show is. This show is just bullshitting around and talking about whatever it is you want to talk about. Whereas like when I host with Games Daily with Gary, like, you know, him and I were start- starting to actually, it, we'd always been friends, don't get me wrong, but we had actually both made the thing of like, we got to actually hang out in person. Like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And we started doing that right as COVID started. And so it's like, I don't have an update on what's going on with his daughter, right? Like I talked to Barrett and bullshit with him during PS I Love You $1. or His daughter's 20 but, now, you know what? I, mean, I, heard, I heard that, you yeah, know what I he's he's mean? He <laughs> Running for governor, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. I talked to Barrett, but you know I, I don't know what's going on with him and Alyssa, and outside of like they, you know, Lulu, <laughs> like that Lulu is the thing that's happening. And part of that, of course, is like all of our lives are kind of the same rinse and repeat to an extent. But then the other part is like you know, like we miss that thing we had in the office which was when you're not on a show that's when you're bullshitting around or if you're not when you're not on a targeted show where you're not on like a games cast a games uh, mm-hmm. daily and in review where you're talking about something specific uh you know that's when you bullshit around and actually keep up with each other and so yeah for friends the thing i find is like you know uh scott low uh and, and his wife cindy like we'll do zoom calls with uh, uh them and jen uh so me and my wife and them and i don't know why i'm having such a hard time putting that together in a sentence but like it's that time a lot where they'll hit us up and be like hey do you want to do it like tonight or whatever and i'll be like like no because i'm exhausted and i've been talking all day like this and it's that thing of like it it, it's similar i think you're going through andy of like that you come off and it's like you know uh, you know know, we have amazing jobs and i love our jobs but obviously throughout the day i'm usually like man i can't wait to get to the end of the day and play this game or watch this thing that's usually play this game so like when something else pops up and it's like not not a chore to talk to my friends or anything but it is that thing of like now I'm kind of looking forward to this because that's kind of been the carrot at the end of the stick. It's a yeah. weird trade off, I think.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would never ever want to complain about what we do, but, but, and I'm not. the I'm but? Not. I love it. Um, but um, but I hate it. <laughs> Dan, uh, Dan Levitard has mentioned that. Yeah, we've talked to. Of course, our jobs are are incredible, and we get to talk all day. But I've taught, you know, athletes have told me I was in the NFL for 11 years and I've never been more mentally exhausted than when I get off of this radio show after talking for three hours in a day or whatever. And I feel that like I, I totally understand how, where they're, where he's coming from. And it reminds me of getting home after working at Best Buy where I'm talking for eight hours in one day and I'm talking to people and (laughs) repeating the same bullshit and the same thing and i'm talking to customers and i'm it's i'm doing the spiel and then i get home and i'm just like i just gotta breathe i gotta breathe yeah. you know? and i sort of like gotta catch up but i totally feel like greg with the carrot at the end of the stick where there have been times that oh do you want to you know um let's do this meet up on, on zoom you know uh friends and family want to do this meet up on zoom it's like Oh, man, I was really looking to watching this show and just kind of doing nothing today Zone out you know? for a second. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man.
5: <laughs> like I've had people reach out to me for shows. They're like, Hey man, what are you doing tonight at like six? And I'm like, well, I mean, I I can get there. I can, it can I can make that work. But the idea of doing the folder that we do here, I really do look forward to that like few hours of time that I get to spend with my wife. But then you go over there and then you have all the added energy of having to make sure that everyone that's coming in is safe you're keeping distance with people yeah. you're wearing a mask the entire time it's outdoors so thank god now it's getting warmer but you know in the in the prior months where i do the shows that were like in santa cruz like the coldest i've been in a long time was in santa cruz standing on a cement parking structure with no one around me except for cars and the, and after a while the lights were just like mesmerizing i'm like are these cars alive
2: What's <laughs> happening to me? Started of getting high. It start getting a little <laughs>
5: fucking hallucinating, right? <laughs> but I think honestly, I mean that's what's great about it is it's it seems like we're coming out of it to a degree. Like we're seeing it seems like, you know, with Biden's announcement that there's
0: light at the end of the tunnel. Right?
5: Yeah, vaccinations everyone that wants a vaccination, um, or, or needs to get vaccinated should be vaccinated by end of May. Um, and pushing that out from June, I think, is really positive. And then in, in San Francisco, you know, I think we went we just went to red, right? From purple. I don't know the colors. They all cool. the colors. The colors. Yeah. The colors. Know. Are just, who knows what the colors mean? Come on. I did like, read, red though, should be the worst, right? Red should be the worst.
2: I did read, though, that uh, there's like, I think, 30-something percent of the Asian communities, like, 28 percent of Hispanics in San Francisco, 28-something percent of um Caucasian San Francisco who have got, like, they're kind of, like, keeping numbers of what the percentages and what communities mm-hmm. have gotten them, um, because there's a tracker that shows what districts have had the least amount of infections in the past, like, couple days or so. Yeah, yeah. Um, to kind of know, oh, okay, this area seems to be a little bit safer than that area or whatever. Um, yeah, my my brother texted me the other day that he and uh, his wife, my sister-in-law, are kind of getting fast-tracked to get the the vaccine because Texas is obviously opening for all. Um, and I think they want to get them... Like, my mom has been back at school. My, <laughs> my mom has has been doing the thing back, like, as a nurse or whatever. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm hoping that we get there someday soon. Because, Barrett, correct me if I'm wrong, I think Alyssa may have gotten them already, right? Uh, t-
6: for teachers, it's opened up, I believe, because they're trying to get um, uh, the school district uh, back up and running whenever they can. Not but, uh, yeah, an SF, though, from what I was seeing. Is I, that I,
3: SF, I, since they don't have a plan to open schools, teachers aren't allowed to get them yet. It's the most ass backwards. Thing. I mean,
6: that's it, I don't know if she's in a private school or not. Or it, it's what a very complicated like. uh, situation in an USC and I don't. I don't feel like I'm uh, knowledgeable no, yeah, enough I to. Sure, sure, sure. I don't want, I don't want to on of speak stuff. on sure. anything. I'm walk just
5: speaking from
3: his... James Burke, who's a teacher, and he's totally pissed off. And he's also a
0: holder of the platinum platinum for Bloodborne. Exactly. That's but they're essentially
3: asking him to work as a teacher in public with people and they're like, yeah, you're going to get a vaccine, but we can't get you one now because there's technically not a plan to, it's chicken and the egg of opening the school district for public schools.
6: And it it, it was way worse like a month ago where uh, especially parents were really pushing for, Uh, Schools to come back with uh, no plan to help protect teachers Uh, and using um, examples of private schools of how private schools have been successful at it. But I think the thing that parents don't put together is that uh, public schools don't have the same resources as private schools. So, again, it's a whole complicated mess. So,
2: yeah, it's I I was walking to CVS yesterday and lady was putting a sign up on the door. This area. (laughs) i like misread it so many times because i was trying to read it backwards from inside of the store
4: Mm, i was trying to read it you know because
2: it was weird. and i was like oh it says available and i looked up and like the words were all weird and it was like not available i was like oh fuck i mean it's crazy it's like i was talking
3: to some people in austin and apparently it's like anybody can get it like you just need to hit refresh on a website a lot and they have them at like heb yeah, it's like, gonna be. We're gonna get. Well, I mean, sure that's
5: actually. how the that's how the flu shots are, right? Like you can go walk into a Walgreens and get a flu yeah. shot every season. Yeah. It just
3: sucks. is so fucking backwards. And I get it, it makes sense that it's like okay, well, Texas is just, open, and so many people don't want to get it, so anyone can fucking get it. Whereas here, everyone wants it and can't get it.
2: Yeah, I, I wonder I think, if that's just like availability or whatever. I don't know. I, I, um, I signed up on that.
0: the SF thing. You know what I mean to get notified when I can get it or whatever. Like the wait list. I don't know if it actually work. I still think it's gonna happen that. Yeah, we would. What we uh, did socially distanced drinks in the park a few weeks ago now. And one of our friends there was like, Oh, yeah, like uh, we, we were like, Oh, is your friend coming or whatever? And they were like, No, they got a call from their friend at the hospital that was like, Hey, we have extra doses and they're getting tossed out. So if you want to come on down, and they ran down there and got it. And I have a feeling it would be a lot like that, where it's going to be i think i'm gonna be on this wait list with sf forever and then it's going to be i walk by a walgreens and they are putting up a sign that's like totally. hey you, just, you, you want just, it now
5: you walk by and in the back alley someone's just about to dump a box of covid vials out and they're like
2: two weeks right here i'm like oh, God, i don't know why i picture it to be like the the last guy on the ship that papa john's like throwing out the last pizzas then exactly it's like oh hey we got to
4: ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. ready.
0: little caesars gross Man, it's, <laughs> wait, gonna wait, feel, it's
5: gonna feel so weird though to have like you know what the feeling i miss and if, I, I don't know greg probably you don't get this and tim you probably don't get it either but andy might might get this oh, cool that feeling right, of okay. going like you wake up and you've done all the stuff and then you go huh i don't have to go into the office today till later Like that feeling of being able to like have a chill morning, but still getting to go into the office, but not having to speed to the office to like get there for anything specifically and be on at like, you know, 930 or 10 o'clock in the morning. I know that sounds crazy to people, but that's early for me. Um, Like I haven't, I miss going to the office. So the idea of missing, not going to the office is such a foreign thing to me right now.
3: I wish I'd never had to go to the office again. Can't wait to be in the office. But the idea of a commute, ugh, I can't wait that. Tim, your kids hey, are five minutes I, I long. hate right now. No, I hate right now thing. the way
0: it all runs together because I don't like It's back to what we're talking about of like, you know, oh man, I was looking forward to doing this, or oh man, I'm so tired after podcasting all day and having a big days. Like that cuts obviously to friends or family when you're like, oh, I feel like I'm giving them a shitty thing. It cuts for me the same way with Jen, where I come off and it's just like, I'm exhausted. And like, I but I like and you know, I need to talk to you. I want to talk to you. I love you and yeah. I want, you know what I mean? But I know I'm not being a great husband. And I think like getting back to having. Uh, a commute having downtime right just a little bit of it was from the old office to my place of just like that moment to collect myself and have a i remember all the time climbing into ubers and just being like and like shutting down but then also coming up of like uh, having a routine and passing you know into the now off time or whatever whereas this right like Yesterday I had a question, so I just left my computer in sleep mode so I could, t- I could just nudge
6: the you know thing at any time to
0: answer the thing, to do the stuff, and
6: yada, yada, yada. Yeah, that's some- that yeah. is something I-, I do really miss. Like uh, Andy and I kind of always operated on different schedules usually from day to day, so we didn't do much um, uh, carpooling together um, going to the office. But I, I do miss that like – getting on the bus and just having that moment to just kind of blank out and listen to music and yeah. not have to talk to anybody and stuff like Being that. The so, yeah, exactly. So that is something like the comm- I still have to figure out whenever we get this new office and whenever we can go back into it like the commute for that place <laughs> from mm-hmm. our house. Um, it's going
5: to be a little more. It's going to be a little harder for you Bear, yeah, but yeah, we, yeah. we we yeah, I'm we're really close I think out. to to some stuff for you. That was
6: one of the reasons why we picked that
5: location specifically, because um, I think it's pretty close to the train station.
6: Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that aspect of it, of just being able to, to zone the fuck out for a minute. Well,
2: as long as Kevin keeps doing games daily, just go with me.
6: Yeah. I think, I feel like once we get back into the studio, though, like I, I, I would imagine that I would go back to more of the regular schedule of what my job is, which is uh, well, that's be more the- so helping production.
5: That's gonna be the weirdest thing. Is like I feel like we've we've done such a good job, specifically uh, Barrett, you and Kevin, a good job of running the shows remotely. That I feel like we're it's gonna be an uphill battle being as efficient as we are right now because we film so much shit every day and we're filming <laughs> stuff concurrently sometimes three threefold depending on if if people like you know depending on people filming stuff at their home for themselves. Like Joey just hit me with the, the Patreon Q and a, I was like, shit, I could just be doing this whenever the rest of the shows are going. Cause I don't need access to a studio or a camera or a mic or a producer. I just have it all here on my cool Mac. Um, and so that's going to yeah, be, but I don't think
0: that'll go away necessarily. Right. Like that kind of not stuff.
5: Necessar- well, I don't know. I mean, you, hopefully you can go to you a know- meeting
0: room and do like, uh ask nick anything what is i mean oh what, yeah which, man. What's the and funny I've name it. for yours
5: uh okay, i can't nick, remember what nick, nick
0: nicknames nick Picks was nick nick pics oh that's right
5: well of course it's nick Picks. god god i got one while well. i go back to it every single time with the sexual Fair stuff enough. um but it's going to be interesting to see how we utilize oh, so studio, that. Oh, is that what I meant? I
0: thought because like it's a nitpick, like you nitpick movies. Yeah, I thought it it's, was You it like You think it's like a, dit, a dick pic? Tim, how'd you it, feel
5: about it? Which it was definitely nitpicking.
3: It's definitely nitpicking. P-I-C-K, okay. right?
5: Not P-I-C. Well, there you go. Never mind. <laughs> apparently, I was uh, apparently I was in a PG mood when we came up with that one. My bad.
3: Love it. Love it. it doesn't even remember. I, I imagine that whatever, and we won't even fucking know until it happens because there's so many questions, but I imagine that whatever the new studio looks like is going to be a third iteration. Like if working from home is iteration two, I think in the new studio, it's going to be some, we it have. has to be some type of hybrid.
5: Well, for sure. We'll have like the let's play stations that I feel like people could just plug into and like record stuff whenever they wanted to. Like we'll have these stations. They'll just be sort of hopefully there. And then of course, yeah, you're right. Hybrid wise, people could probably still be doing work from home. Like we don't necessarily yeah, have, to, especially for the first things. like few months. Right. I, I, I don't know how we're going to. What the COVID restrictions are going to be with how many people we can have and whatnot and all that stuff. So let's we'll figure that stuff out. But Paris it is Lily it is interesting to
0: leave his bunker to come do Xcast here. So stuff to be that is that. Who, who did Susan? you say? Paris Lily isn't going to leave his bunker to come do the Xcast here in San Francisco. Okay, I imagine Gary's not going to want to come in anymore either, unless we have. Free oh, Lickory Gary. Will, for him. I mean, once he's vaccinated, Gary will be begging to play hang out with us. You know what he I mean? Will well. <laughs> Yeah.
5: it's always so funny though because i'm like i think gary's enjoying hanging out with us but the second i think that he gets up and leaves
4: every single <laughs> time
5: you gotta love it i don't know i'm like oh huh. <laughs> i think i'm like we're just getting into a stride we're hanging out it's gonna be i'm like i'm at the point where i'm like gary do you want another lacroix should we order some pizza and he's like well that's it for me and then just leaves nick
3: did I'm you like, see gary's quote yesterday on Company no. kind of games daily amazing oh god let's check it out in the post show right Craig?
0: Exactly. If you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Kind of Funny podcast each and every week, twice a week, four, sometimes five best friends gather on these microphones, each bringing the random bullshit you love to talk about. If you love that, you can go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny where you can submit your random bullshit for us to talk about. You could watch the show live just like G 731 is, Lexi G is, Lulu is, of course, on patreon.com slash kindoffunny. You can get the show ad-free. You can get up the exclusive post show we're about to do, but if you got no bucks to toss our way, it's no big deal you can get the shows with ads no post show youtube.com slash kind of funny roosterteeth.com and podcast services around the globe no matter where you get the show thank you for supporting it for now we say goodbye to you unless you're in the
4: post show so until next time it's been a pleasure to serve you